really, really figured out this time when, once the beat changes to show our beautiful faces. That's it, man. It's, it took us 22 episodes to figure it out. <laughs> we got there in the end. I think we got it. Uh, I think we got a system going. Kieran, this is weird. It's, uh, it's a Thursday afternoon. It's a Thursday, man. Um, what are we doing? This is, this is a bread club first. I thought, well, my work schedule is starting to pick up and I was going to miss next week, but I couldn't miss uh, talking to you and doing another episode of Bread Club on Fightful Overbooked. So Too uh, much and, to talk about. Oh, yeah, man. What a what a big week uh, in in New Japan the last two weeks since the last time we got together. So I said, we got we got if we can make this work, my friend, we're going to we, do it. And you were so gracious to. Uh, to find the time. We made it work. We was always going to make it work. There's too much to talk about. How would the people have survived without getting Matt's takes on the hot news in New Japan at the moment? There, there would have been an, there would have been outrage. That that is fair. And if uh, if you follow uh, the the Shining Wizards on Twitter um, at Wizards Podcast, there's no shot I, we will ever have the opportunity to talk to David Finley as I've. Venomously <laughs> tweeted about him. I see it on the Twitter. I don't. Hear, I, I I haven't listened to the latest Wizards though. You know what? There's not as much new. I won't lie. There's not as much New Japan talk on the Wizards. But last night when I sat down, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, I sat down to watch Dominion. Not get ahead of yourself. Um, I got home late. Late last night, my wife was asleep. My mother-in-law was asleep. I said, I'm gonna watch fucking Dantaku now. And uh, you know, yesterday was was five three Bullet Club Day, and uh, ten year I, uh, anniversary, a decade in the chamber. I may have went after David Finley all day. <laughs> I I think he done well. I think I think the mat done ex- the match was done exactly what it needed to do. We, we'll we'll dive into it, because, but there's a there's a fucking lot to dive into to say the least. We wrote to Dontaku, Satsuma no Kuni, Best of the Super Juniors is coming up imminently. Dontaku itself, Dominion's been announced. Resurgent stuff going on. It's fucking been a crazy like not even two weeks, a week and a half since we last recorded. Yeah, and you know what? I love every second of it. I love that we're getting news every day. I know. The players are changing. The game is changing. It's very exciting stuff. I'm a little, a little upset that you know we have new junior tag team champions. Not upset about the the team that that won, but I was I was firmly in Catch Two Two's camp, looking for them to make uh, a historic run. I mean, yeah, if we, we that's like one of the first matches, one of the first important matches on this Bantaku tour. Was that junior tag match? Um, of course, Naito and Doki happened just before it as well. But speaking on that junior tag match, it was it was awesome though. Like we both have sung the praises of Catch Two Two many times on here. We have Francesco Akira join us for our Wrestle Kingdom extravaganza, and I I feel like if it had to be someone, I'm just glad it's Kevin Knight. I, I love the dude. How can you not? You have you seen like how he's reacted on social media? He, he, how can you not love the guy? Yeah, and he's an unbelievable talent. Um, you know, during the process of us doing Bread Club a couple episodes ago, when he first made his excursion to Japan, he, uh, you know, may be the only young lion to graduate mid tour. Uh, well, I don't know wild. Yeah, I, I, I wonder. Like, it seemed like DKC just suddenly graduated as well, and now there's not really any young lions in LA. There's no LA dojo in a way. I wonder if they've kind of they're not doing it anymore. Maybe. They're changing up the system because they're doing these like 
pay you can pay to do training courses at the dojo now can't you you do one stipe and it's like less uh less intense i suppose with certain trainers and then you do another one it's like with fred ross and kushida and that's the really expensive one you're really going to get your money's worth so i wonder if they'd like they're, they're just changing up the system a bit now you know what your guess is as good as mine i know it's you know they changed the game uh with new japan strong that was kind of like a pandemic solution to let the the new japan talent work in a studio environment and then with the direction of strong now where they're essentially all these shows in the states that they're doing are what is turning into the matches they show on uh new japan strong maybe there's not a heavy presence of of la young lions that we we're seeing you know maybe there is a a, a crew over there but uh, DKC was at both those shows I was at in, in Washington and Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, he played an important role in the Clark Connor story. So it'll be interesting to see. But uh, I think Kevin Knight is head and shoulders above all the other L.A. Dojo guys right now. I mean, and we'll get to best of the Super Juniors. We'll make our picks. We'll talk about all 20 men in that tournament and the, the hectic schedule. But I got to say, him being in that tournament is potentially the thing I'm most excited for. And it's one of the things people should be excited for. Like, it's great that we've got new faces, you know, we've got Speedball making his debut and all these, his tournament debut and all these things. But Kevin Knight getting nine straight singles matches, it is going to, that's going to be something special. Yeah, it's not something we've gotten to see yet in a New Japan ring in Japan. So it's going to, and I mean, this is the best of the best, this this Super Junior. So uh, that that B block is stacked. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I also want to give props to TJP. I mean, nasty eyebrow injury. Oh, how how the fuck did that even happen, man? That was that was gruesome. And he keeps going. I know a lot of people don't like him because of his uh, online uh, opinions. TJP, the person, is perhaps a bit of a idiot. TJP, the wrestler, is tremendous. I agree. I agree. I, I he's a former guest of the show. I have no qualms with him. Sometimes I see him going a little. Off the rails on the uh, the Twitter, I ignore it. It doesn't affect me. But uh, in ring, man, he he is he is a sight. Uh, he j- is just so smooth and and I mean, if you want a, a super junior tag match to watch, I mean, this Kevin Knight Jet Setters uh, Catch Two Two was was something to see. Yeah, their their whole tag reign, the Catch Two Two tag reign, the best tag reign we've had for the junior titles in a long, long time. Arguably one of the best ever. Um, and he's done wonders for Francesco Akira as well, because Akira came in, he's meant to be this heel from United Empire, and he, it just wasn't working. And now he is a cocky little bastard. He's this like little shit, you know, like when you're if you're at school and then you've got a kid a couple of like grades below you just getting cocky. And you're like, what, what are you doing? You're, you're a stupid little kid. Fuck off. But it still gets on your nerves and you know it shouldn't because they're an annoying little kid. That's Francesco Akira now, like when they do the 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 throw off TJP shoulders, like take picture, take picture, take picture. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's brilliant. He he has come on so far as this little egregious little shit. Um, and he's now he he is a great little uh, uh heel in New Japan. Um and now we're gonna get a, another singles run from him. I think the difference of him in the best of super juniors last year when he made his debut to now is gonna be night and day. Oh yeah, full year in in New Japan, getting acclimated. I I can't ever imagine what it's like to be plucked out of your environment and put into a completely foreign environment. So it'll be a lot of fun to watch. My question to you: Who do we line up next for Kushida, Kevin Knight? The junior division is kind of uh, lacking. 
I mean, I you know, I would say maybe Clark Connors is going to get the win over Francesca uh, over Kevin Knight. Maybe that's opening night as well. I think if I'm not mistaken, I saw Kevin or Clark put a tweet out. Um, and then maybe Ishimori gets a pin over Kushida. They were doing the story that never came to an end, really, did it? Um, where Ishimori is kind of testing Kushida, and Kushida unfortunately got through a mouth disease. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Clark Connors and Ishimori would make a good contenders. Uh, but the concern is they could also win in the first match. They're, that's a strong team, Ishimori and Clark Connors. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Leo Rush is back again. He, he you know, the team with Yo. You can stick Master Watto with someone like Taguchi, Titan, and Bushi. Um, I think they'll be. I think they'll be fine. I think you know every match now is fresh as well because yeah. granted they had Super Junior Tag League, but they've not had these for title matches. So you know all the guys catch two two defended against. They can now defend against Jet Setters as well. Yeah, I'm always interested to see um, the direction they go with this stuff, and it always. We're gonna get into it when we talk to Taco. I mean, it is. I am. I could not be more excited. We for... we, we gotta get fucking going because we we want to get to Taco, <laughs> but we got we got a row two tour to get to Dontaku. We're taking the journey just like New Japan did. Um, and whilst we have talked about the the IWGP Junior Tag Title match, we did miss one match on that show and one important match. Uh, should we say the Tetsuya Naito versus Doki match? Um, the Junior Heavyweight versus the Heavyweight, the star of New Japan. Um, Doki hanging in there, but you know, Naito getting the, the win inevitably in the end. Ah, uh, yeah, you were right. I was. There were moments when I thought you had stars in your eyes. I, uh, I thought we were gonna get a, a, a real surprise Doki win, but as discussed on the last episode, you were right. Naito is never, never gonna happen, unfortunately, Matt. We Don't can, say we, never. we can dream. Never say never, Kieran. Heavyweight Doki, we can dream. He's a he's a he's chunky boy. He's, he's a, be, a very uh, very big boy. I might be in this. I might be in Kevin Kelly camp on Doki with best of the Super Juniors. What dark horse pick? Yeah, I would. I I I don't see that happening. But I I want to see him <laughs> challenge for the title because when Hiromu had that return match against Doki when he came back from injury and they we were just like okay yeah cool let's kill each other and do really stupid shit. Um, it was awesome. They're, they're, they're tailor-made for each other, those two. So let Doki have a title challenge for that, at least. Look, there's only... A, you can't go anywhere but up with Doki, right? You put him in this huge position with Naito, and now ahead of the best of the Super Juniors, he hung with Naito, so... Oh, yeah. You know. I'd love to see him get the win over Hiromu in the tournament, and then, you know, that lines up Hiromu's defense against Doki and, you know, give Doki a big old main event and a Korokuen or something like that. He's certainly deserving. That'd be a lot of fun. I like it. I think he... I don't think he wins the block, but I think... no. I think he comes. I think he's in play uh, the last two nights, maybe. There is. We, we, again, we, we, we want to talk everything. That's why we're <laughs> jumping all over the place. We can't fucking stick. Um, they're doing semifinals. We've got set two. There will be a semifinals in the best of Super Juniors this year, which is an interesting caveat. So, you know, someone who maybe wouldn't necessarily be a shoo-in to win the block could certainly finish second and still make the final now. Yeah, it, it, there's... Yeah, that's a lot of intrigue. A lot to look at. There's a lot of interesting... Uh, storylines here as we are uh, heading towards Dominion and the G1. And then the main event on Thursday, April 27th, Hiromi Takashi retaining the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, great match. Kanemaru, top of his game here, reminding us that he is, you know, he's the most winningest. He, he is far and away the best junior heavyweight in Noah 
history, like the amount of times he's held the title and defenses, everything. Um, but I, I've got a big bone to pick with this match, Matt. All right, let me hear it. It's almost like we're getting the the Hiromu wins LOL, Cena wins LOL, Super Cena. Um, it's just that it gets to a point in the match, Hiromu gets his ass kicked for 70, 80, 90% of the match. And then it's suddenly, okay, time for me to win. Let me hit my Lariat. Let me hit this other move. Let me hit Time Bomb 2. Cool, we're out. It's, just, it's, all, it's, it's so sudden. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I, I think it was the last, the last episode or two episodes ago. I think we're both in the same boat where we're kind of over Hiromu. I just think the ship has sailed. He's very... In the in the junior division, he's very Cena esque, right? It's it's he's gonna he's gonna play from the bottom. He, he is putting he's... the spotlight on his opponents, though. I will say, in that, like I just said, he's getting the shit kicked out of him for the majority of his matches. Like he's letting his opponents look like stars, get all their shit in, and look great. It's just like it's it is very much okay. Time to finish. Let me hit my three moves of doom, and game over. It's just it's sudden. There's no gradual build to it it's i'm getting my ass kicked okay cool i'll win now yeah no i'm with you it was uh i i enjoyed the match but the match was good i'm yeah i'm with like i'm over hiromu i you know i knew i i was 99.9 percent of the outcome for dantaku uh and i was okay with it <laughs> i do they are maybe making him out to be a bit of a monstrous champion so when the defense when the time comes that he does lose it may be quite interesting and because it kind of seems like that could be a big setup for someone like hopefully someone new maybe we get a master watto or the win- whoever like you know clark connors whoever um i think someone new beating Romu whilst he's on this run would like do a lot for whoever beats him uh, and i would be okay with that he's also somebody i could see you know down the line like him and teton having having to go at the junior tag titles oh yeah 100 percent um and uh, it should be mentioned as well with, with Kevin Knight, the first full-fledged member of the LA Dojo to win a title. Like, you know, Ren Narita's kind of LA Dojo. He kind of went on excur- he went on excursion there, but he was, you know, he's an original Japanese no-gay dojo boy. But Kevin Knight, the full first full-blooded LA Dojo boy to win a title. Um, and he was one of the last guys to join as well, maybe the last uh, yeah. after DKC. So, you know, it they, they see something in him and, you know, I, I see it too. Like I say all the time, I think he can be the future for this junior division. Yeah, he's definitely a, a very bright spot. And if you haven't watched any Kevin Knight matches, definitely set aside um, some time because this best of the super juniors is going to be a lot and it's going to be all jammed into two, two and a half weeks. Jesus Christ. Man. But uh, if you could cut out some time to watch these Kevin Knight matches because the, the, the lineup of people he's going to face is, is top notch. Definitely yeah. check it out. It's going to be awesome. And then, yeah, we move to wrestling Satsuma no Kuni, Saturday, April 29th, uh, jumping to the two important matches on the card. The first being IWGP Tag Team Championships, Aussie Open defending against TMDK. Matt, I think this is my tag match of the year. Wow, really? I don't do stars, but if I did, there'd be five of them. This was fantastic. I love the chemistry between these two teams. What'd you say? It's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I was in love. I was in awe, just mesmerized. Like, the, the outcome always seemed like a foregone conclusion. There, you know, I didn't really see Aussie Open dropping the titles, but when TMDK hit Coriolis and when TMDK hit the Tank Buster, 
after as well, I was like, holy shit, TMDK are actually going to win. Um, I beat incredibly hard. And the, these, you know, you know FTR's cool and great and Young Mucks are cool and great. But goddamn, if these two didn't put, if these two teams didn't put on the best tag match of the year. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. awesome. If you're a fan of tag team wrestling, like go out of your way to check this out. Aussie Open's unbelievable. I think TD, TMDK, uh, Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols are criminally underrated. Oh, um, man. Like Shane Haste, especially. I, I I didn't realize until this match how fucking good that man is. He is. I would love to see him in the G1. I, I don't know. Maybe I just hadn't paid him enough attention, but he is. In, he he's so tuned in just the little things the nuance he's fantastic shane hayes I, I would love to see him in the g1 yeah he was somebody during the philly Del philly and dc shows like you're he's in the ring with you know zach and uh bad dude tito and team filthy but, but you can't take your eyes off of him because he just has that that look about him and you know like this dude's gonna he's gonna do something that's gonna make you you know, fucking pop out of your chair and go, holy shit. Yeah, I, I can't. I think, you know, from this whole tour, including Dontaku, this is, I think, definitely my match of the tour, the Dontaku tour. Um, I, I just, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, literally, it's crazy that the, the two, two, perhaps the two best tag teams in the world both happen to be from Australia and are competing along a New Japan show for the world tag titles. And somehow the House of Torture finagles their way in there. He did post match. Um, was it post match? Yeah, Bishamon come out and then House of Torture come out and they snuck away with the titles eventually. But Ozzy Open got them back and yeah, we're, we're set for a freeway at Dominion now. Oh, we'll talk about that uh, as we get to Dantaku because I have some issues with that too. I have some bones to pick. Do you have issues with the 43 minutes and 40 seconds Shingo Takagi versus Taichi KOPW 2023 Takagi triad match? I don't. I, I I really enjoyed the Shingo Aaron Hanari match. Um, and I did not watch this live. Now, this may be what, you know, and I feel like this was the same reason you didn't specifically enjoy Shingo Hanare was because you watched it live and it kind of was long. I knew going into this that this was going to be a long match. So I kind of settled in with my Cheez-Its and my, my water. Yeah, I think if I knew a match I was going, if I knew any match was going to be this long, I probably would just not watch it, in all honesty. There's only a very small amount of wrestlers, combinations of wrestlers facing each other that I'd be like, okay, I'll I'll buckle in for this. Because like, I could watch an episode of Succession in that time or something, man. And that's like the greatest show on TV right now. Yeah, fair, um, look, fair, fair enough. I love Shingo. Uh, tai Chi has grown on me over the last couple of years. So I was, based off of the enjoyment I got out of Shingo, Aaron Hanare, I was very interested with this. Now, look, there's a lot of downtime in these matches, these triad mm-hmm. matches. Um, that would be the, that's the biggest downfall. Um but I think the story they tell and the way it ends kind of protects Shingo and really makes Tai Chi look like uh, a fucking badass. I did like the ending. Like, Tai Chi was absolutely decapitating Shingo with that stretch plum. Like, it looked horrible. Shingo was great. Like, Shingo looked like he was just dead. But what got me, annoyed me as well, was Red Shoes taking about five minutes before he decided to you know, stop the match, call a technical knockout. Even though Shingo literally looks like a corpse at this point, I'm like, 
Is 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 fucking Red Shoes waiting for the official death certificate? Is he waiting for the body to go six feet in the ground in a hole? Like, what more does he need at this point for the match to be stopped? Um, it, it got like I think it got to a point where it's a bit silly. Like, just call it a minute earlier, maybe. But it, the the finish was great. Taichi looked monstrous in that end. Yeah, I know. I think we I think we're on the same page with Red Shoes because it it one of Red Shoes's worst performances. I usually love the man. It rolls over to Dantaku too. Why? What happened? To he should not have let David Finley go as far as David Finley oh. went. <laughs> what are we out of our minds? <laughs> Stop the match, Red Shoes. What the fuck? We we should mention, yes, of course, Taichi won that match as well. Uh finally winning the KOPW title, perhaps putting a, a temporary cough nail in the coffin with this feud with Shingo that's been going on for a long time. Um and hopefully, yeah, you know, Taichi as champion is gonna be great. And then him and Sonata in the tag team matches heading up to Dontaku, both revealing their titles at the same time was really fucking cool. Um, but I'm I'm all aboard the Taichi KOBW train. Yeah, I'm a big fan of just five guys and and Taichi um being the champion means we're gonna get a new new wrinkle to it. Uh, you know, we saw it go through Toriano where it was all goofy stuff, uh that weird Minoru Suzuki run, obviously Shingo, now Taichi. We'll see how creative Taichi can get. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it's kind of taken on a proxy never thing where, you know, it's the, the big, bad, hefty motherfuckers just beating each other up is now the KOPW because we went with the never title was Tamatonga and Carl Anderson and Tamatonga and David Finley. And, you know, David Finley's maybe going to bring a bit more meanness to it now. Maybe he wants to take it back to where it was. But the KOPW between Shingo holding it and taking on Hinare and now uh, Taichi certainly is getting that never feel to it. Yeah, it'll, I'm excited to see where they go with this too, because uh, you know Tai Chi might get creative. We've seen all sorts of different fun matches from Shingo, so this will be fun. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see who the first uh, the first challenger will be, and then we move on. Wrestling Tontaka itself, the show we was all waiting for, May third, um, big show, top to bottom. I don't think anything happened in the pre match pre matches, right? Uh, let's see. Kevin Kelly and, and Chris Charlton referred to the House of Torture as a team of Marty Janetti's, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I like I like to imagine you wrote that one down just specifically so you could bring it to the podcast. Uh, I didn't write show. it. Down. I remembered it last night. I was very <laughs> very dialed in to Don Taku last night. Um, let's see what else. Chaos beat House of Torture. Uh, the, I mean, the opening, the first half of the show, those matches flew. Yeah, I mean, opening match, three and a half minutes. Second match, five and a half minutes. Six and a half minutes. Seven minutes, 17. I was yeah, glad to see it, man. Um, because, you know, as you know, Matt, I have duties when a New Japan match is on, when uh, certain New Japan shows are on. Um, but, and I also, so I booked a half day from work so I could watch this match and and do my New Japan duties. Um and then obviously I had to log on from home, so I'm like, this show better fucking hurry up, man. I got, I got to turn on my laptop, or I'm gonna, my boss is gonna be like, where the fuck is Kieran? Um, uh, yeah, so flew, out, United Empire, Great Okan, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis beat uh, Fujita, Nichols, Chain when uh, Great Okan used the Sheep Killer on um, Kushida. On Kushida, Fujita, excuse, Fujita, excuse me. Fujita, newest member of TMBK. You heard it here first from Matt. Uh, why he wears the orange jacket. <laughs> the intergalactic jet setters 
uh, and Shota Umino, who still is carrying around that fucking jacket. I know why he's carrying around, but God damn it. And what is he doing? What is he giving out? Uh, he gives out like little wristbands to kids. Knock it off. Get your fucking haircut, you weirdo. He's giving out presents to kids. How are you against that? Because he's because because we you're find like, out what's what's you're coming. Like, this is you're not, like this anti. Is not death. You're like anti Santa Claus. I am the anti Santa Claus today. This is not Death Rider esque. What is he doing? <laughs> hey, Moxley's for the kids as well. Maybe is he? Moxley would give fucking razor blades to kids, and this guy's handing out fucking little tchotchkes, little cats, or whatever fucking weird gift of runies he could find. And just wear, pick a jacket, bro. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I, I did think this as he came out. Like, if he just dropped the jacket, he'd be fine now. I think like he's got his whole no look. He's got the baseball shirts cool. He's got the cap and everything. Just drop the jacket. And why has he got his own entrance? He doesn't seem like a team player to me. I don't want him on my team. He Damn. comes comes his own way. Matt shoot Matt shoots hard on Shota. I got me and Shota got heat. Just put on the fucking cool Death Rider jacket. Lose the white one. Great. Halfway point, we get the cards for Best of the Super Juniors thirty. We get another teaser for the Wolf. Um. I message someone and say, "God damn it, are we still not getting the wolf?" I like. I, I assumed the wolf was today, and that person responded to me and was like, "You never, uh, never say never." And I was like, "Oh shit, Wolfie Boy is still coming." And of course, we found out who Wolfie Boy is a few hours later. Um, but yeah, then we get into the title matches. We get into the big matches. The first one being Hikaleo defeating Kenta to win the strong openweight championship. Kenta dropping a title at his third defense. I'm good with that. Hikolo is pretty impressive in the ring. Let, let, let's give him a run. Yeah, no, I'm excited for this. Uh, we've clearly uh, gotten on top of the mountain and screamed about this version of Kenta. Um, Hikolo is more of the same. More, more bullshit, more, you know, referee bumps. Fast and bombs, all that crap. low blows, bullshit. Uh, I'm good with this. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I got to go back to the fucking house of torture match, right? Go on. I I'm didn't sorry. give so it any attention. Hikuleo, big win. Open, uh, strong open weight champion. Congratulations, Hikuleo. Well-deserved. House of torture has this match, right? Aussie open comes out post-match for the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. While they're beating down the house of torture and they're in uh, Kyle Fletcher's, you know, we like Bishimon. We know these motherfuckers are going to get in the way. House of Torture is sitting on the ramp, and the open tag titles are just sitting there. Why wouldn't they take them? Were they? <laughs> yes, they had just. They, it just irked me because the story was they, they, they. There's no. They don't care for it. There's no oh. prestige to them yet. Look, if you're stealing titles, bro, take whatever you can get your <laughs> fucking hands beggars, on. House of, House of Beggars can't be choosers. Oh my god! Now the fucking House of Torture is going to be in a fucking three way tag match with fucking <laughs> two of the best tag teams in the world. I mean, it, it's probably better than it being just a straight up singles match with, uh, well, a tag two v two tag with Aussie Open versus House of Torture, I suppose. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Well, I mean, we haven't seen House of Torture in this environment, I don't think, in like a triple threat. So it could be fun. Could be, f- you know, what else could be fun, Kieran? Uh, carrying a fucking hundred pound bag of flour up and down twenty five stairs. I'm not how gonna could, do it. How, how could that be fun? Exactly. Some people fucking look. I bet you fucking Jeff Cobb would love to do that. <laughs> right? He's a tank. He'd fucking walk up and down the stairs, get a little burn on. I'm not doing that shit. 
Matt, that, the fucking perfect segue there from Matt into the next match on Dontaku, whether by design or not. The NJPW World TV Championship. Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb going to a 15-minute time limit draw. We get our first draw for this title. Um, I think it makes sense with these two men as well. And we also got to see Shane Haste and his yes. acting chops. Shane Shane Sabre Jr. Oh, my God. That was superb. I was in bits. It, he's so fu- Their backstage comments as well, the three of them, they're so fucking funny. They're, they're just three lovable idiots. They're, they're, they're so good together. And look, I predicted a time of draw last week. I will pat myself on the back. I don't get a lot of wins with uh, with you, Kieran, because you're always outshining me. Don't even rain on my parade. I'm sure you got some big news, some secret interview. Just keep it to yourself today. Let me let me bask in the glory. Don't look around, you mother. I'm gonna I'm gonna DM someone to see if they want to do an interview right now. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, great great story. Great wrestling. Uh, Zach trying to get the the fucking German continuously mm-hmm. working on the knee, the history of his knee, going back to the Naito feud with Lij before Wrestle Kingdom a, a couple of years ago. Like, I thought they did a great job. I loved how TMDK and the United Empire were, were there just to support uh, their teammates. There's no interference. There's no yeah. bullshit. They're just there for moral support. Uh, I love this, and I am all four round two three four five i don't care how many times they do this yeah i don't think i'm not as high as on this as you are definitely like i thought it was good not great but there's obviously going to be a rematch so maybe you know they've done what you can never blame someone for doing is they've held a bit back because they know they're going to have the rematch maybe it's going to be a bigger platform you know maybe it's going to be a resurgence or you know best of the super juniors finals or even dominion um it wasn't announced for dominion was it i think it was was it? I believe so. One of oh, four. Damn, yeah, it was. It was announced to Hill Dominion. God damn. Um, yeah, so, you know, understandable if they've held something back because they want to go all out. Um, I'm I'm still petrified that Zack Sabre Jr. will now lose the title. Uh, but, you know, hopefully he hopefully he keeps hold of it. But it was very cool that they, they pulled the trigger on a time limit draw. Um, and it felt right with these two men because they are two, two guys that should be vying for the top title, really. Yeah, no, I, I I don't know what your beef with this match was, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was it was anything stand out for me. Like it's very middle of the road for me. What's uh? Why does Big Tom have an issue with uh, Tanahashi? Is it because he's hurt or because his stupid hair? They're in different groups, man. Tanahashi is Hontai. Ishii is chaos. Why does he want to hang out with a Hontai boy? Huh? Why would a why fucking do that little goody two shoes Tanahashi? Why would Angry Okada invite him in then? Because Okada is Okada. Okada doesn't give a shit. Okada is this in in ultimate dick heel mode, telling Shoutarum no fuck you in English post match. Um, but yeah, like he he's issues his chaos mate, and Tanahashi and Okada have of course been teaming up a lot the last year or so um, as the dream team. Uh, and yeah, um, it kind of worked out. Uh, there, there was one moment where uh, Tanahashi accidentally slapped Ishii, but. That they got the win, and it is—it's wild to see Okada with a belt that isn't the top belt. It's a sight I never thought I'd see. It's the first time in his career. Yeah, he's only ever won the IWGP Heavyweight Title or the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. It is a bizarre sight. Yeah, look, I am—I am all for. Now we had pondered, you know, what is, 
how is how is Sonata's run going to shape up? What does Okada do? Look, if angry Okada is going to be doing six mans, I'm here for it. Let him be fucking angry. You know, I I loved I love angry Okada. I love it's, him. Oh, he is tremendous as this dickhead. Like fuck these young lions, fuck these kids. Like like you know, just absolutely hating Rennery. Uh, and now he's like, yeah, fuck you too, shot room, and I'll beat the shot of you as well, you little prick. Yeah. Um, he, he is tremendous and. He is making, like, this match was one of the most anticipated on the card in a big way because of him. Uh, and the fact that it seemed like oh, they could actually win this as well. Um, and it's it's quite interesting as well that El Desparo, the junior in the match, usually the juniors take the loss. But even so, Okada still pinned Ren Narita to get the win. Um, there's going to be, th- these seeds will grow for years and yep. years this young lions coming after okada it's going to be such a story that will go on for fucking years and years and it's going to be great yeah i tweeted last night it's going to be an unbelievable moment when ren narita beats okada for the iwgp world heavyweight championship in x amount of years it was a fun match it was just all over the place it was quick it was hard hitting it was heavy um and yeah and then post match you get Okada crowned a uh, six-man tag champs along with Ishii Tanahashi. Shota Umino comes out, uh, says some stuff on the mic I can't remember, and then the arena goes dark, the screen comes up, and there's John Moxley. He's coming to Dominion, and he's not happy with the way they've been treating his young boy Shota Umino. Um, John Moxley is coming back to Japan. Seemingly, you would assume he's going to team up with Shota Umino and perhaps a third man to challenge for the titles. Or maybe it's just going to be Shota and Moxley in a tag match of some kind. But I'm certainly hoping for the former. Let, let's bring over another mystery man. Maybe he's AW, maybe he's not. But let's have a six-man title match with Moxley and Shota involved. Yeah, maybe he's Blackpool Combat. Maybe it's Wheeler Utah. He He's known by AW guys, or maybe it's something better than that. Let's go. Let's If we're going to go all out, let's go all out. What about if we go all in? Ah, Ooh. see what you did there, clever feller. Got my tickets. Did you? Eventually. So you had a little scrap. Fuck with MJF, that. man. Like, <laughs> fuck. If you listen, we don't talk much AEW on here. I talk AEW on Into the Wrestleverse on the WrestleWin Patreon, <laughs> patreoncom wrestlewin I'm not an MJF fan. I'm, I'm, MJF is fine. I just don't like how much people go on that he's the greatest promo ever and that he's God's gift to us and. All this stuff. He is a very he's a he's a good promo. I uh, I could, but I could do a, I could do an MJF promo because he checks certain boxes every fucking time. Like shit, he shit like fuck MJF. I don't think he's that good. Um. So yeah, when he when he decided to pop into my mentions apropos of nothing, I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I was like, I got I got I got to hit this fucker with a succession meme. Yeah, and you did. And you did. Uh, but yeah, no, I got my tickets for All In. Me and my fiance Hazel will be there, Wembley Stadium. Very, very fucking exciting. Um, it's crazy. The amount of tickets they're sold as well on the pre-sale, something awesome. like 45,000 on the pre-sale alone. That's just, that's in, incredible numbers. It's awesome. It's awesome for AEW. It's awesome for the fans in the UK. I'm very happy that you got your tickets and you'll be in attendance at the Wembley. And I hope they, it's crazy because they haven't even announced a single match. They've not announced shit. It's just off the vibes, man. And, and, you know, people love their wrestling over here, man. WWE, you know, they, they finally pulled the trigger and unclash at the castle and look how good it done for them. AEW's being going gung ho from the off and they're, but they're being rewarded. 
Yeah, no, good for you. I'm I'm happy you're going. That'll be fun to talk about. Uh, yeah, so hopefully it's just a card full of New Japan talent and no AEW talent, and then I'll be even happier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now you're gonna, give, your boy give, me, give me Bushi and Doki in a six-man tag match over fucking Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara or Anita. You don't like Jungle Man and Sammy Guevara? Jungle Boy's actually pretty good. I like Jungle Boy. Sammy does, Sammy's, nah, I don't care yeah. Sammy. You've seen one flippy do, you've seen them all, right? Yeah, he's got nothing to him, Sammy. Uh, I'll tell you what. I knew the inevitable was happening here. I wasn't happy about it. It was brilliant. Look, boy, David, how do I explain this? David Finley needed something. I know. He had, he had the doubters. He had, you know, you know your, yourself, many others calling him Jay White Light, which is just a stupid I never thingy. called him that. I know you didn't, but that's a big thing I see on all my mentions is Jay White Light or Jay White Wannabe or Jay White Ripoff, whatever. He, he's not remotely tried to be anything like Jay White. Like, other than the fact that he's a Bullet Club leader. That's like it. There, there's very little... That they, 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 they don't, that Jay White was so tactful in his matches. Like, you know, he was such a little shithouse. He would drop to the floor so that people couldn't sandbag, so that he would sandbag himself so people yeah. couldn't do moves to him. David Finney is just like, let's fucking get on. Let's fucking fight. Let's fucking go, 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 go. Um, Doesn't mean it, I have to like it, Kieran. No, you do not. But I appreciate you, you like you, you like it for realistic reasons, not like, oh, Jay White, like. No, I will never refer to David. David Finley looks like a dude who had a midlife crisis, brought a motorcycle, dyed his beard, got and a his eyebrows, tattoo of a fucking pirate ship, and now he thinks he's fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, we, we got to talk about the ending, of course. It, it wasn't even just the ending. It was like the final five, maybe ten minutes, just attacking Tamatonga on the outside and powerbombing him onto the apron and then throwing him into the corner post like a ragdoll and then what four power bombs maybe and then into oblivion and he picks tamatonga's head up off the mat into oblivion again and he does it again and then the third into the oblivion he finally takes the win it was it was a statement look i don't like it but i have to agree with you um this was a very he said he was going to be vicious be a uh, killer be killed and uh you you saw it, and this is something that I think we haven't seen the Bullet Club in a very long time, right? We had that. that... He, he's saying that he wants to get Bullet Club back to its roots. He wants to be savage. He doesn't care about the t-shirts or making fans. He wants the, the titles, and he wants to be brutal. And you know, one other thing as well, you'd say is you know you get the little Gado interferences in the Jay White matches. It's all David Finley. Yeah, he, no he's help. just he's just being like you know savage is the word he keeps using, and he is being very savage in his matches. He should have, should have been the Savage Club then, not the Rebel Club. You got a good point. Not, well, um, probably... Who do we blame for this though? Do we blame Jado or Red Shoes for not? Jado should have thrown the talon. Fucking Tomatonga left on a stretcher. What are we doing, Jado? It was a great story told. Jado maybe a bit loopy from the kendo stick hit he took earlier in the night from uh, Kenta. Um, but yeah, it it done exactly what it needed to do like i feel like if people are still chatting shit about finley now it's maybe uh, a clear sign that they haven't watched this um because he he delivered in a big way and uh he he got lucky post-match though he he escaped a returning el fantasmo with pink hair and new japan shorts and the crowd loving it 
chanting his name, El Fantasmo was back. Yeah, man, I love this. I thought it made perfect sense. We haven't seen him since uh, Genesis when he was uh, jumped out of the Bullet Club, something that has never happened to Jay White. Let's just put that out there. Um, ELP's back. He's a baby. People love him. I love him. Kieran loves him. All of his, his country, Canada, they love him. Uh, he's doing fucking crazy. Dude, he did that flip to the outside and he landed on the ramp. And I was like, oh, my God, this is over already. He just fucking blew his heads <laughs> out. Uh, he's he's awesome. And I, I, I think I said it on here before. He was a baby face in Rev Pro in the UK originally. And he's got he, he's got a whole other tank in him. We're about to see like he the crowd already loved him. They were already warm to him, even when he was the bad guy in Bullet Club. But as he gradually started to show the other side himself, the fans become more and more endeared and he's going to be so fucking popular. He could be like the like a Tamatonga where the crowd just universally loves him. Yeah, and I'm I'm all here for it. And look, David Finley, uh, let's just be clear for anyone out there and Fightful Overbooked who's listening to this and watching and the people that support the Bread Club. Uh, can't take anything away from him. He's the guy I love to root against. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you can appreciate it from that standpoint. You're... you're... Yeah, I just don't want some, you know, how the wrestling community is. People think it's every take everything real fucking seriously. I'm mm-hmm. not. I really do appreciate what David Finley does. I just love fucking rooting against him and pointing out that he's the leader of the Bullet Club and he has no fucking right to be the leader of the Bullet Club. People, look at the list of leaders. David Finley doesn't belong. Doesn't belong there not for now. Will right, we, we'll what, see what he does. In a year, two years, three years, maybe he will. If he boots Chase Owens, is that G1 G1 Climax winner David Finley? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, not. I like I like Zack Sabre Jr. IWGP World Heavyweight Champion David Finley. No, 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 no. So easy there. Easy, cheesy. <laughs> let's put the rocket back in the fucking case for now. Let's, let's <laughs> that'll be the never openweight champion. Let's see how this ELP stuff plays out. And then in the main event of Dontaku, Sonata getting the first defense of his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Hiromu Takahashi, uh, hitting hitting Deadfall finally to get the win to retain the the title. Uh, This was a a very fucking good match. This was great. Um, Hiromu looked like he could legitimately have won won the title, which is just crazy to say. Yeah, I think... Just from this small sample size, this one match, and I know people were very concerned with Sonata's championship run, and they were comparing it to Evil. Just this match has already surpassed the Evil uh, championship run, and I think New Japan did some very interesting things. Uh, in DC and Philly, he hit the Paradise Lock. On the road to Don Taco shows, he was wrestling very much like LIJ Sonata, and Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly told the story how uh, that was the Sonata Hiromu was familiar with. Well, now, because he did not use uh, Deadlock once during the row two. Yeah, no, he didn't hit Deadfall. He was only going Deadfall, with the, the, the Skull End and the, the Muto Moonsault and everything. He was keeping his... It, it's it's an interesting tactic, and it's actually really smart because the row two shows give the wrestlers a chance to feel each other out, don't they? And then they the story is they'll they'll figure out plans and they'll go into their main event. Like, you know, if you're a Kanemaru you'll spend the road two shows focusing on Hiromu's legs. So you get to the title match and the legs already weakened. And Sonata didn't give Hiromu the chance to figure out ways to count a deadfall or anything like that. He just didn't use it. It is really kayfabe, incredibly smart. Like, why don't people do that more often? 
Yeah, no, it made it made perfect sense. They told a great story. Sonata battered him. You know, the callbacks to other juniors who have been in that position, Finn or Devitt, whatever you want to call him, uh, Liger. They just told a great story. And the fucking Shining Wizard, he blasted oh, him at the end. Holy ripped, shit. Ripped, ripped Hiromu's head off. And then Hiromu hitting Time Bomb 2 surprised me big time. I was like, that. I was like, holy shit, is he going to win? And I think maybe Desperado kicked out of that once or something. Like, it. I don't know. I feel like Desperado kicked out of it once, maybe. Um, and he... it was when they had the Best of Super Juniors final rematch. And everyone was like, okay, Desperado's going to win this time. And Hiromu hit like 10 Time Bombs. Um, but yeah, like I was like, holy shit, is Hiromi going to win here? Um, and it, they, they made me doubt for a split second, which is just crazy because there's no way a junior is ever going to hold that title, at least not for now. Well, yeah, I was thinking so. I was thinking that too, right? Like, okay, we we've seen the list, right? Will we ever see a junior the throne, the champion? Nah, junior will not hold the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship unless it's like they're they're moving up from the division. I don't think you have. You certainly wouldn't have a junior. The junior heavyweight champion also be the world heavyweight champion. Maybe if Romy wasn't the junior heavyweight champion and he was step transitioning to a heavyweight, but I also don't think Romy should ever become a heavyweight. No, I'm with you. Stay, stay where your bread is buttered, my friend. Yeah, no, he's a junior through and through. He's like he, his whole thing is that he wants to elevate the juniors. Why would he fuck off to the heavyweights? He's putting on junior festivals. He's junior through and through. Um, but yeah, then of course post match the back there. Isn't it great how New Japan waits so long before the post-match stuff happens that you start to doubt anything's going to happen? Like, yeah. it's always it always catches me. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're not getting a challenger. I guess, you know, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes the yeah. show just finishes and, you know, Sonata wins and happy days. But they dragged it out and the video package started playing and a man in a big coat and hood starts walking towards the ring and it comes up on the screen. Yota Suji. The boy has escaped the UK right before the king is getting coronated. He's he left at a smart, smart fucking time because the UK is going to be hell this weekend. Um, Yota Suji is back, and Yota Suji looked phenomenal. This was uh, unbelievable. It was awesome. It was so awesome. Um, you know, we talked uh, on our last episode, like, okay, Sonata clearly is going to beat Hiromu. What's next? Where does he go here to Dominion? Is he the champion through the G1? I don't think, I mean, I didn't have uh, Yoda on my uh, bingo card at all, but I am like so excited for this because we are at a point where we watched all these guys, the Shota Umino's and the Ren Narita's and the and the Suji's like, beat young lions now they're back and they have characters and he walks right in takes out just five guys lays the strap on sonata teases uh do you know what it's he's definitely an lij right but i would have liked it to be a bit more obvious and solid maybe they they did not mention it on commentary chris he didn't mention the fist pump no it, which was which was weird, but obviously also commentary don't all necessarily get told stuff. They're just reacting live. They don't know Fair what's going to yeah. happen and stuff like that. You know, that's um, I thought that was like an art, like an yeah, obvious. Obviously, also, what are they saying on Japanese commentary? We don't know. Perhaps right. Milano is like, oh, he's in LIJ. You know what I mean? And then backstage, <laughs> I think I, I Chris Charlton, I love him to bits, but maybe a bit of a mishap because it cut to backstage and Hiromu was on the floor 
and Chance commentary made it sound like Suji had attacked Hiromu. Right. In reality, Hiromu was just fucked from the match and was on the floor while Suji was making his comments. If you watch it on YouTube, of course, Chris Charlton didn't know that he was reacting to the same thing we were seeing. Um, and then Suji carrying Hiromu out, and I was like, okay, so is he kidnapping Hiromu? Is he about to go beat him up, or is he, <laughs> is he, or is he just carrying Hiromu? Is he helping him out because they're friends now and they're part of Lij? And right. it seems like the latter, right? Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, man, I I am so excited for this because this changes so much. You know, I I've got to ask you, Matt. Okay, look at the way these young lions have come back. Yeah, right. Okay, here's a question for you. How did Ren Narita make his return? What was his grand return from Excursion? I don't remember. It wasn't the Shibata <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom match. It wasn't that. I can't remember his grand return. Was it? It was before the NJPWR TV Championship tournament. But I can't remember. Show Umino's grand return was that he rocked up to challenge Will Ospreay after a show. He attacked Will Ospreay, challenged for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship, which happened at Historic Crossover. Yota Suji has come back and laid out the top champion and he's instantly in the title match for the top championship. Is that kind of telling of what they think of Suji compared to what they think of Narita compared to what they think of Shota? That's a good question. Have Suji's just... I think if you want to... So if Ren Narita came back at Declaration of Power, uh, he was the tag partner with David Finley and Robbie Eagles to take on Doki, Despi, and Kanemura. Okay, so yeah, he got announced. Oh yeah, he got announced that he would be at Lance and everything. It wasn't like a big shock return. It was Narita's returning from back from excursion, and it was built up, and that was his return. Yeah, I remember now. And show to Umino. Yeah, I can't remember the show, but he came back. So, surprise return, uh, and he attacked Will Ospreay for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. Um, maybe that was after the Naito match at Battle Autumn. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think uh, you're right too. Um, so yeah, Show Rumino, Renderita had a rather un- unceremonious return, announced in advance. Show got the big shock surprise return, challenged Will Ospreay, but Yorosuji, big shock surprise, weeks, it feels like months of vignettes of this fucking wolf thing, dinosaur maybe, it seems, and then challenging the top dog. Like, did they, is, is Suji their boy? Is Suji the one that they're stacking, the putting their bets on? Uh, I think... I don't know if he's the guy they're putting their bets on, but I think this more um, this more helps the Sonata title run, right? Here's this monster coming in, returning from Excursion. Like, clearly, I don't think Suji's going to beat him at uh, Dominion, no. No. which is fine. But now we have another, it's another player, and uh, this clearly means that Sonata's going to go into the G1 as the champion. So ah, that's, that's something else I wanted to ask you about, because I... Like we discussed, that whoever goes into G1 as champion, more than likely, 99% of the time, they're going to Wrestle Kingdom as the champion. And I don't know that Sanada main event Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know. I I, I think it's possible, but I don't know if New Japan think would, would want to hedge their bets on that. But there is another show along the way called Forbidden Door, Matt. There, there is, is, one, there is get... a big show before Wrestle before the G1 kicks off. Yeah. But I... Uh, but, uh... So let's just hypothetical. Sonata beats Suji. Yep, at, I think that's I think that's a certain. Yeah, that's Minion, which is good. Look, Safe very though. excited for Suji. This is a brand new character. He's back. Another young gun. 
to to go with with uh, Umino and Renarita. He's got all the knowledge of Gideon Gray in his head as well. He was teaming with Gideon Gray, part of his group, whilst he was over in Rift Pro. So we're gonna we're gonna say Sonata beats him, and then in between that and the G one is Forbidden Door. But what's like I think we uh, Okada's tied up. I like where Okada is. All right, take a bet because he's he's I, he's an easy. If if the Sonata thing starts to fall apart, you just you know. Yeah, Okada's maybe a G one winner. I certainly don't think he heads into the G one as champion. Uh, I just don't know where where the so we're we're going to assume at the what? Forbidden Door we're going to see I, Osprey Omega. For the U.S. title, yeah, maybe, but I, I think there's nothing wrong with just having a full-blooded New Japan IWGP Heavyweight match, World Heavyweight Title match on this card. Like, it can be Sonata versus, uh, it can be Sonata versus Naito, for argument's sake. It can be Sonata versus anyone. There doesn't have to be an AEW name involved in this title I, match. I wasn't even thinking AEW name. I was just thinking of who would, you know. I think Naito. I, th- I still think the story's not. It's Lij, isn't it? All the way through, he beats. Uh, you know, beats Hiromu, beats Suji, that's two LAJ members down, and then here comes Naito. Uh, you don't think Naito runs the G1 and you get Sonata Naito at Wrestle Kingdom? I think that's a very real possibility. I really do. And Naito gets finally to walk up that ramp as the champion, which is the thing that Kenta took away from him. He finally gets to do it at roll call, and he gets to do it at the behest of a man that left his group. Uh, granted, it, it wasn't in an evil way, it wasn't like, you know, fuck you guys, I'm out, I hate you. It was quite uh, amenable. Um, I, I definitely could see Naito versus Nada main event in Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know that I want it to after their two previous matches. They haven't exactly tore the house down, the G1 and then the New Japan Cup match. Yeah, well, I'm sure we're going to, I mean, if if they, you know, maybe that's something we see in the G1. And the title changing hands in America would be a really cool moment for the belt, actually make it a real world championship. Um, and, you know, they, they, Naito, they kind of keep Naito, not away from America, but he's not, he, he doesn't do America as much as everyone else. So a Naito at Forbidden Door is a big deal. Um, he wasn't even on the last Forbidden Door. Maybe, maybe now we know why. Maybe they wanted to make it a match even more special this year. That's, that's fair. I'm very my, my rampant raving speculation. I love it though. I look, you've you've if anyone's listened to the Bread Club before, I mean, you've been right more than you've been wrong. You were right about Sonata joining just four guys. I wish I wish my fiance fought the same. I mean, look, I'm in. My wife thinks I'm wrong all the time. So get used but to who, it, buddy. Who would who would have thought that this hunk would would be challenging? Motherfucker! Huh? Of course, he's got some fucking photo. Yeah, Suji is down the road from me. He's a ref yeah. Great. And I got the best I can do is some fucking picture I took with Evil when he was still fucking Wantanabe in an indie show in Jersey. Hey, you got a picture with the dude that would become the double champion. Don't knock it. I don't know. I bought into it too. I was very excited. And then it turned into the house of torture. And now it's the bane of my existence. Do we talk about best of Super Junior next? Or do we talk about the fact that there's been a ton of stuff announced for Resurgence? And we will, of course, touch on Dominion, but we'll we'll do a more in-depth breakdown of Dominion closer to the show because that's a a month away yet. Yeah, we still have to we still have to go through the the best of the Super Juniors. Like we've got to try survive. Best <laughs> of the Super Juniors is maybe the most up way. 
I'm saying, oh, man. we will survive. We survive it every year. They're just gonna test our. This is just crazy this year. Like, hang on. So, f- it starts on 12th of May. Then we got one show, two show, three show, four show, five shows, six shows, seven shows, eight shows. There's eight shows in like nine days or something stupid. The only day there's not a show from Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nothing Monday. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you know what the fuck? <laughs> The first three shows as well. I mean, I'm on a stag doing a stag bachelor, whatever Americans I think call it bachelor party. Um, I'm on a stag do in Liverpool for the first three night for the first three shows. What's it called? A stag do? Yeah. All right. This is look. I I like. Uh, I got. We, we we call we call them stags or stag do's. Um, but yeah, I'm on a stag do the first when Bester Juniors kicks off in Liverpool. Okay. So I'm gonna. Ha- I'm already gonna be three three shows behind. And okay, the way my schedule's looking next week, I'm gonna be just as many shows <laughs> a bit two weeks behind. Oh man. Um it's not, as, it's not as fun to just watch them all back to back either. It's, it feels more like a mission then as well. Uh, yes, I agree. But there's that they're, they're doing other than the two final nights, other than two block nights, every night is ten matches. It's both blocks. Uh, look, at least we know hell. at least we know there's no filler. There is no fucking room for filler. And lots of the matches should be fun sprints, to be fair. Yes, yes. They the the, the should be digestible. Is, the field is stacked. The A block is Kushida, Taguchi, Leo Rush, Doki, the IWGP junior heavyweight champion, Hiromu Takahashi, Teton is back, TJP, Taji Ishimori, Sho, and Mike Bailey. Your B block is Akira, El Desperado, Bushi. Uncle Nobu, who looked like an uncle at the end of the uh, the Dantaku thing with his fucking shorts, his jacket, and his <laughs> combed up hair. I was like, every, every, he looks, everyone loves Uncle Nobu. He looks like an uncle. Uh, Yo, Robbie Eagles, Master Wado, Clark Connors, Kevin Knight, and Dan Maloney. Yeah, we've got four fresh faces, four debuts in Neo Rush, Speedball Mike Bailey, Dan Maloney, and Kevin Knight. You've got Kushida returning for the first time in five five years. First time in five years, Kushida's back. Um, you've got Titan was a, a great in the tournament last year. You've got Clark Goners revitalized new attitude as part of Bullet Club. You've got TMDK, Robbie Eagles. This is stacked to the fucking hills. Yeah, no, this is... I mean, we we kind of talked about it last week. Like, who did we think was going to be in there? And you got Bailey. Um, obviously, Dan Maloney's a very. I'm very excited to watch Dan Maloney because I'm not familiar with his UK work. Um, but but man, this is gonna. You're right. This is a sprint, but there's gonna be, you know, Clark. Clark is is gonna be somebody to watch for me. Uh, I like Doki a lot. I like a Master Wado. I can't believe those words came out of my mouth. I think that's what. Just like look at the first night. So the first night they're giving us Hiromu versus Speedball Mike Bailey, which is a dream match in every sense of the word. Um, you know, very real chance Speedball gets the win there. But then you've also got El Desperado versus Kanemaru, of course, former junior tag champions together for so many years. Uh, Kushta versus Doki. Uh, Kevin Knight versus Clark Connors, LA Dojo versus XLA Dojo. Of course, there's going to be lots of animosity there between the two of them. Uh, Yo versus Robert Eagles will be really technical, very different on that card. 
it's just every, there's, there's not going to be a night without at least like three or four matches that are just like out of this world. Yeah, no, you're to, to your point, man. Falling behind on this is going to suck because there's not going to ever be a night where it's like there's nothing you need to see here because there's always going to be a match or two. And that's putting it kindly that you're going to want to see. Yeah, and then I mentioned it earlier as well. They're doing semifinals for the first time since 2014. So the top two point scorers will advance. Um, so rather than, you know, just the winner of A block and the winner of B block and that being it, the winner of A block will face whoever finished second in B block. And the winner of B block will face whoever finished second in A block. So that's still two new fresh matches for the tournament. Um, and it makes sense because, you know, it's the top, the, the guy that finished top is going to take on the second best, but from the other block. So that's something still fresh. It, it makes a lot of sense in a sports way. This is very much something that would happen in a, a playoff situation in football. Yep. No, I love it. I love Stop it. Up. And again, no, you're good. I under Kieran, I understand the lingo, my man. All right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about your Western fans. Because your your the the stupid American football doesn't have playoffs. You don't get relegated. There's none of that shit. What's the point? You you finish bottom, you've not yeah, but you can't you can't don't get promoted into a different division or something. If you if you if you finish bottom of your league, what's it matter? You you you're still going to be there next season. Now you get the number one draft pick the next year. Exactly, that's even worse. You get rewarded because they want to try and even the playing field. You you fucking you finish bottom in any of the leagues in football and you fucking go down a division. I mean, all right, man, don't get hot at me. I'm trying to, I understood stuff to to play for you're you're finishing bottom. You can't just give up. You've got to fucking try to survive. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you meant when you said football, I got, they put me over Monday night because I was so quick to tell you how hot it was in Celsius. (laughs) You've got, I feel like you've probably got that open all the time. Now, when we open up the show, we've got, a I have another new, laptop. New, I have another a, laptop open a, all the time. A new Japan tab with bunch of stuff open, and then just Celsius Fahrenheit calculator. It's very. It's already in the Google. I, once I hit the <laughs> it's the first thing that comes up. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, right. so it, we, we this is more difficult than usual because usually we just have to pick a winner for the A block and a winner for the B block. But we have to pick a winner for the A block and who's going to finish second place, and then the same for the B block. Um, but I do like it, and it's kind of like the G1 when they had the four blocks last year. It gives people that necessar- wouldn't necessarily be a contender to be in the final a chance to still get some acclaim. Like, Tamatonga was never going to be in the G1 final, but he won his block last year, and he made the semifinals, and that was amazing. Right. Yeah, no, and look, it's going it, to... It, I talked about it earlier. It's going to keep, you know, do I think Doki's going to win? No, but he's going to have... Meaningful matches towards the end could, of the tournament. Could he finish second though? That's not out of this. That that's not outlandish, right? I don't know, man. That's a pretty steady. <laughs> God dude. damn it! I'm just trying to no, get look, big I, up my boy Doki. Anything's possible, man. At, they might. It might be Doki's time to shine. You know, he might not win it, but he might be uh, in the semifinals. I just, I just had a horrible thought, though, Matt. Don't do it. It does mean Hiromu could make the semifinals. Uh, give it to me. Let me hear it. He, he, Hiromu could make the semifinals. That's it. We, we don't, we, you know, champions the... usually finish near the top, but he he could very possibly win, get get to the semifinals, which would be get out of here. A wasted spot, in my opinion. Nelly, sorry, Nelly is running amok over here. Then... Usually they come on down, down, down. Come on. 
All right. Well, so you hear something crashing down and it hurts. <laughs> not the Hulkster. It's Nelly. Uh, they usually kind of sometimes tip their hand because mm. they are doing May 23rd, May 24th, A block and B block finals. Yes. So you look at the matchups there. Um, yeah. You, you can know, kind I of like... get, get an idea for who's going to be in the running. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, Nelly. Um, we're gonna yeah. have an Lij showdown with Hiromu and Teton. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, when when you look at that final night of A Block, to me, your finalists are potentially Leo Rush, Speedball, or TJP and Taiji Ishimori. Maybe Kushida's in the running as well. But other than that, I'm like it, it hurts me to say, but they could obviously go for show. I was just going to ask about show. No one wants it, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I don't know who I'd rather have. Um, But the thing with show is there's going to be so much fucking house of torture nonsense. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a fucking pain in the ass. And then (laughs) I think in the B block, you've got El Desperado and Robbie Eagles. That's going to be like, you know, the winner of that probably goes on to make the semifinals. I'd say the winner of the possibly Dan Maloney, Clark Connors goes on to make the semifinals. Um, yeah, I think I think Clark is one of your final two in the B block. Yeah, and I think Master Watto maybe gets a, if he gets a win over Kevin. I don't think Kevin Knight will be in the running, but I think Master Watto will still be in the running up till the final night. But, All right, so so let's, let's I get it. okay. My two A block semifinals. That's, how did you know? You're so good. I'm going with Speedball Mike Bailey as a semifinalist. Um, and I'm going with fuck. This is so difficult. Um, I'm not going with Kushida. I'm not going with Taguchi. Leo Rush is a maybe. Doki, no. Hiromu is a maybe. Titan, probably not. TJP, probably not. Ishimori or Show. I'm going Speedball and Ishimori as the semi finalists for A block. And for B block, I'm going Despi and Clark Connors. I have the same B block as you, Despian and Clark. A block, I'll go Leo Rush, Ishimori. Leo Rush and Ishimori. I think, yeah. It's, got, mm, it's so fucking difficult. And then who, 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 final, finals, I'm going, I kind of like the idea of someone new winning it. Like, but Eldest, look, any other year, I would say Eldest Barado should win it. But I kind of don't want another Eldest Barado versus Romu match for. I, I want them to be separated for a while. I feel like we've had a lot of that the last few years. But at the same time, El Desperado is, should have a best of the Super Juniors win on his resume. Yeah, it's the only thing he's missing, right? Exactly. Despi Leo? I could see that, and that would be great as well, because Despi would work over Leo's leg and everything, and Leo not able to, to do his special stuff. I think Ishimori maybe makes the finals. Ishimori Despi, maybe. I don't. I, I would like to see just a fresh face in the finals. I don't. I think, though, whether it be Clark, whether it be Dan, whether it be Speedball, whether it be Leo. Um, and as much as I, I adore Ejo Desperado, I kind of don't want him to win the tournament just because I don't want another Hiromi Despi match. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to be is... disappointed if he did because like, I love Desperado and he deserves what if we, it. What if we get the Hiromi Despi match at Forbidden Door and we get a title change there? Would that would that change things up? That'd be cool. It just it, that'd be different and everything. It wouldn't be in front of it'd be in front of a different crowd. It'd be a different atmosphere and everything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, Dominion is arguably New Japan's second biggest show of the year. So they're gonna they're gonna stack it, and there's no bigger 
junior match, Daniel Desperado versus Romeo. I mean, if it if it if it gives Despi his win and gets the title off of Hiromu, and then that can open up the possibilities of Despi feuding with the Clark Connors and the Dan Maloney's and the Leo Rushes of the world. That's the thing. That there's so much new blood in this tournament. Like for a champion to like, you know, even Hiromu is champion. Hiromu versus Kushida hasn't happened in God knows how many years. Hiromu versus Speedball, Hiromu versus Clark, Hiromu versus Dan. Like there's so many fresh title matches Hiromu can have from this this block alone, let alone, you know, if he defends the title against someone from AEW at Forbidden Door, that'd be really cool as well. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be exciting. This is gonna be a lot of fun. A lot to digest in uh like fifteen days. Yeah, I, I, what what is it? It's twelve. It's happening over twelve nights. Every so, twelve. There, there's twelve nights of Super Juniors, and it's happening from May thirteenth to May twenty eighth. So in like fifteen days, we're getting twelve nights of best of Super Juniors. We're go go big or go home, right? I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the tr- and then while we're in the middle of this crazy best of the super juniors run oh, Sunday fuck. May 21st here in the states I did not realize this Dan... was during the same fucking I did not know resurgence was during best of the super juniors I had not oh, put yeah. that together oh yeah we're gonna make you if you want to eat new Japan pro wrestling you're gonna eat all of it and you're gonna like it buddy <laughs> Oh my uh, Long God. Beach, California, May 21st. They uh they have uh Osprey versus Tanahashi. Winner faces Lance Archer at Dominion for the IWGP US Championship number one contenders tournament spot. We have added a uh New Japan Strong Women's Championship, and we will have a four-woman tournament taking place that night. Yeah, we, we gotta talk about this strong women's championship, Matt. Uh, are you a fan? Are you not a fan? Are you? Do you have your doubts, your critiques of this? Given we have the IWGP Women's <laughs> Championship, I'm cu- so I was under the impression that Mercedes Monet was going to stardom, uh, to, to to take play and wrestle. You know, we still haven't. And and look, I know she got an extension, and I know we haven't got to see it yet. But you know, there's a lot of dream matches that she still hasn't had an opportunity to have. Now, is it? is it easier for her to go between the States and Japan? And maybe this is an opportunity to maybe bring more eyes on her and the new Japan product that hopefully translates to people going over and seeing her when she's in stardom. Cause I don't know what the, what was that? The 10th anniversary show. Well, for stardom did that, what, what was the big show that just happened? Like just two weeks all, ago, all star, all star grand queendom. It was their biggest show in history. It wasn't. Right. An so I don't know what the, if she drew, like a lot of Western fans to order. Supposedly, Meltzer uh, said something about how, like, a pay per view usually gets a few hundred, and this one got a few thousand uh, from foreign buyers. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you can probably comfortably attribute that to Monet, but take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, well, I mean, if this is and if this isn't at like New Japan Strong, really hasn't done anything with the women. So if this is an avenue to open up uh, a door for some of these uh, independent women wrestlers here in the states. I, I I like it as a fan, 100%, because there is so many great women that New Japan can showcase on, on their American shows um, with Monet at the helm, because you assume she's winning this tournament. You've got guys from AEW, guys from Ring of Honor, you've got independent guys, um, you know, 
girls. Guys, guys, guys is universal. Guys doesn't mean male. Look, I'm just letting you know, Karen, it's 2023. People are fucking butthurt about everything. So <laughs> girls, um, ladies. You've got like the, the women from Mexico, of course. Like, because in this tournament, we should say for the strong women open strong women's championship, they're doing one night tournament. It's Stephanie Vakur from CMLL versus Mercedes Monet in round one. Momo Kogo from Stardom versus AEW's Willow Nightingale in round one as well. The two will face off in the final. The one that the winner will be crowned the strong women's champion. My beef of it is, Matt, this was what the IWGP Women's Championship was going to be, right? They, they said how this, this belt would be defended on strong. This, they were going to have Stardom wrestlers competing on strong. It seems what what like I imagine something has changed somewhere along the line for whatever reason. But I, I'm I'm as a fan, I'm totally fine. But it's very easily to be critical. It's very easy to be critical of this. Yeah, you know, it's I it's probably I don't know. First of all, let me just be very clear. I don't know shit about shit. So <laughs> out there, but maybe it's a they saw the return on on new japan and stardom with the iwgp women's title and you know maybe buys are up and maybe they're selling more tickets i don't know how any of that shit works but maybe the idea was like this works here so let's leave this here it's probably less of a hassle to bring them to the states and then you know and you can do i mean i'm not a fan of it but you can let Mercedes Monet win this and run the rest of the year with it until she gets to Wrestle Kingdom season. And then she's I'm queen shit of New Japan strong and Mayu Iwatani, you did whatever. And let's fucking make it one belt. I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely possible. And, you know, I'm not going to say no to Monet sticking around. She's been fantastic. Um, she's worked, worked her ass off to build up that match with Mayu Iwatani, you know, putting in the, the work uh, over time. So you sucks. My, exactly. you sucks. Uh, My, you sucks. My, you sucks. Um, very so catchy. her, you know, sticking around is fantastic. Um, I, I'm glad she's sticking around. And yeah, we've got John Moxley also announced for resurgence. Um, there will be an unannounced match featuring Katsuyori Shibata at resurgence. That your boy, I, I feel like I mentioned on Break Club before, right? Uh, I think you had some, I think you had some breaking news last week about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, if if Monet doesn't make you want to buy a ticket and Moxie doesn't want to buy make you want to buy a ticket and Will Ospreay versus Tanahashi doesn't make you want to buy a ticket and me telling you that Katsuyori Shibata should be wrestling at this show, like you know, Jesus Christ, man, what more could you fucking want as a fan? I'd be bite, I'd be biting fingers off to get a ticket for this if I was in uh, Los Angeles. If, if if none of that catches tickles your fancy, you have been watching an hour and fourteen minutes of the wrong, <laughs> yeah. of the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! You just wasted your time, buddy. Uh, it is stacked, and I can't. I I totally did not realize that sh- my card was taking place the same time as fucking Best of the Super Juniors, just to make my life more difficult during that time period for everyone that's a fan of New Japan. Yeah, baby, load it up. Is My, there is there a best of the Super Junior show that day too? Uh, there's one on the yes, but it's oh, you time, bet your time difference. <laughs> it's on the yeah, but it's Sunday night at Japan time, so it's going to be like three AM American time. Like, yeah, so you just go right from Resurgence into oh no, it's the other way. It'd be Resurgence what? would take place after. For whom? For you? For everyone? I thought That's the way time, was... time 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 in one direction, Matt. Oh, yes, <laughs> I thought, for some reason, I thought resurgence was on the Saturday. No, resurgence on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so you uh, can best watch. Two, best of two show Sunday evening in Japan, and Resurgence is obviously on Sunday evening in America, but time is a devious bastard. Um, so you won't miss one by watching the other. Yeah, you thought I wouldn't figure, you know, between doing this show with you and setting up interviews <laughs> with people around the world, I would know how time works, but clearly I am still stupid. No, it's going to be a crazy fucking couple of weeks, literally two weeks. Um, it's going to be difficult to keep up with. My Usually my, my, my work shift has changed. I shouldn't complain because you've got guys like Matt busting their ass doing two weeks straight. Um, but I was doing 50% of my time in the office and 50% from home, whereas now it's four days in the office and one day from home. Um, and it's it's fixed. It doesn't change week by week, so my being able to watch New Japan live uh, is definitely going to take a hit. Um, and of course, it happens right as Best of Super Juniors is beginning the most. Because the G1 Climax schedule isn't going to be this fucking hectic, I, no. I highly doubt. No, but you can, you know, this will give you an opportunity to figure out how you're going to do the G1, right? This is a nice test run. God, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. It's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> I'm just well, trying to make it a little easier on your buddy. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Dominion matches that have been officially announced quickly. Um, and like we said, we'll give proper breakdown of it in the future in a future episode. You've got Jeff Cobb versus Zack Sabre Jr. rematch for the NJPW World TV Championship. You've got a triple threat for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Aussie Open versus Bishamon versus House of Torture. David Finley defending the Never Openweight Championship against El Fantasmo and Sonada defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against the returning Yota Suji and the confirmation from John Moxley that he will also be at Dominion, returning to Japan for the first yeah. time in a long time. And we'll see the number one contenders match, Lance Archer against either Will Ospreay or Tanahashi. Yes, that's not on their, that's not on the website, um, on their major matches made for Dominion, but you're mm-hmm. right. And seeing how Tanahashi is the never six-man openweight champion, I think we can make a safe bet as to who Lance Archer's apart, uh, opponent will be at Dominion. And I am, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm excited for that. if it's well. I'm a big fan of Lance Archer, and uh, I recall his their G1 match from Dallas a couple the years new, ago. New Japan Cup and that G1 in Dallas, Jesus, fucking awesome! So that really excites me. So I'm looking forward to that. And then no doubt Will Ospreay getting a win there, and yeah, Will Ospreay Kenny Omega at Forbidden Door. We're round two, ding ding. Let's do it, baby. I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it, and hopefully you uh, are ready out there in Bread Club Land. Uh, special thanks, of course, to Jeremy and company over at Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. Remember, go to the YouTube, uh, subscribe, rate, leave a review, leave a comment. We always like reading the comments. Uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Kieran's doing his thing on the social media at KieranRH93 on the Twitter machine. Uh, at Wrestling, he's doing uh, Ace Techers. It is the second best show about New Japan Pro Wrestling uh in in the world this is obviously number one i will say that's the best podcast but this is the best video format because this one this one has to be watched to be fully experienced if you're if you're only listening to break club you're only getting half the half half of the treat you should be getting and if you were foolish and you did not listen to kieran two weeks ago and you got in late on the wrestling patreon I mean, yeah, I've not changed. Late we're, now, now you're late. But if you were grandfathered in like me, we've not changed it yet. To be fair, um, you said May first, man. No, I said from May. Didn't say May first. I'm trying but to put you over here. We we, we got a good, we got a great influx of people. I have to say, it was really heartwarming to see. Um, there's an interview up there with Totoro Satsuki from Ice Ribbon. Uh, 
uh, either as soon as we finish recording this or more than likely tomorrow, there's going to be an interview going up with Mao from DDT telling you us uh, who he wants to face from AEW, what he thinks about Takeshita being in AEW because they're part of the same faction in DDT. Uh-huh. Um, his favorite My Chemical Romance songs. Uh, it's yeah, really, really fucking. He has a favorite My Chemical Romance song. Hey, fuck you, man. Um, oh, Emo Kieran shows up. All right. I, lo- I, love, I love My Chemical Romance. I've seen them at least once. At least once. I can't remember how many other times. One of those, um, one of those guys is from Jersey. Really? <laughs> like, um, I'm pretty sure I have a mutual friend who is like his cousin or something weird. <laughs> I mean, I have a friend who was dating someone and that girl was like best friends with Paige. Uh, Soraya. Soraya. How are you going to say Because obviously she's from, she's from Norwich. Um, so yeah, he, he knew her before. Uh, but once upon a time, my friend w- was proxy friends with Soraya. Um, but yeah, uh, at WrestleIn, WrestleIn.com, I-double-N. Uh, yeah, check it out, please. Check, check it out. Check me out. At Wizards Podcast on the Twitter machine. All social media. Wizards Podcast. Every check, out the, check out the interview with Robbie X. Oh, man. I felt so bad about that. Why? Because I was having internet issues again, and I oh, was, was so fine. not was fine. focused. I felt so. It was such, He's such a great guy. Such he a great was. interview. He was. He's a great dude. I've watched it live. Um, I spoke. I, I sent him some messages after, and he he loved it. Um, you you have nothing to worry about, Matt. Good. Well, I still felt awful about it because I was very fucking mad at Optimum. Do we have any more interviews lined up for the Wizards podcast? I will be taught. We will the Wizards on May eighth. Right. Yep. Uh, if you are an old school ECW fan, like old school, 94, 95, we will have the giant Paul Loria on the show. He's no idea. Right over your head. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, on the 15th, he is the one of the founding members of the Bullet Club. Uh, Bad Luck Fale will be joining us on the Wrestling Podcast. Bad Luck fucking Fale on the Wizards. That's a dream team. So uh, if you are not... Uh, Oh, sorry, man. The cat stuff. She's killing me today. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, youtube.com slash the shining wizards, uh, you should do that and you'll get a reminder and uh, you can watch live every Monday night and you comment in the comment section and uh, we'll pull them up and you can uh, ask about like folly some questions and and uh, have a good time. I know it'll be late over there in the UK almost midnight, but yeah, you know, I, go I, back and listen in podcast form. I, I love you and the wizards, but I won't be staying up for that one. Uh, look, I understand. I appreciate the love and the support that you give the Wizards. Uh, I would never ask you to stay up super late. I'm lucky I got you this late tonight. I, I get to download it the next morning, and I'll be listening to it on my way to work. Like you listen to the whole thing, huh? the whole fucking fiasco that is the show? Not in one trip, no, because it's a, no, it's a long it's... show. My my journey to work is not that long. Um, but yeah, no, no, I, I tend to get through it. I don't listen to too many podcasts, to be fair. So well, I, I my plate is pretty thin. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. The boys do too. Yeah, no. Um, and especially now that I'm going into the office more, it means I have more time to listen to it in all honesty. Cool. Well, I think that's it. You're right. I think we I think we we nailed it. It was a fun Dontaku tour. It's a very short tour, which was nice because sometimes these fucking the tag matches are important, the row two shows are important, but sometimes they, they go on for a long time and there's only so many time you can switch out one person for another person to keep the match somewhat seeming fresh. 
Yeah, no, this was a, a short, short burst, and uh, we a lot to show for it after uh, Dantaku. So on the road to Dominion, we'll have best of the Super Junior coverage uh, when we're back here in a couple weeks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this early edition of the Bread Club. This will probably drop sometime during the weekend. I'll get it over to Jeremy, and then uh, you get early Bread Club. And who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like bread first thing in the morning? Or afternoon. I mean, bread is really good. There's no bad time. Universal. Right? The Universal Bread Championship. Who doesn't like bread? We should have a championship made out of bread. It would get moldy. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan had like the vegan thing. We could have a bread one. We'll look into it. I'm going to look into it. I'm just going to get a piece of bread and like carve out in a knife like a championship space. I'll have to, I have to make sure it lasts. <laughs> going to be like oh. arts and crafts on the next episode of Bread Club. Yeah, look, you never know what you're tuning in for over here, so to make sure you subscribe, you rate, you review. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Keep watching your New Japan. Come on, Nelly, get your butt out of my face. Get ready for Best of the Super Juniors. Drop it in the comments who you think is going to make it to the Final oh, Four uh, so me that's and Kieran can talk that's to That's a good point. Quickly, we didn't talk comments, but Matt, did you have you seen how many listens, views our last episode got? I did not. I know we were making good ground. I'm not going to lie. I haven't checked recently. We, I, I, I only checked to get out the comments. We had 828 views. Hot fucking dog. I, I, maybe it's putting Mercedes in the picture. Maybe we just need to pretend we're talking about Mercedes all the time. But yeah, 828 views. Thank you very much to everyone that listened, um, that watched, I should say. And thanks for the comments as always. Scott George commenting as always. Um, agreeing that Kyrie should get rid of the pirate gimmick um saying she doesn't need to bring anything from stub w to, with her to stardom i gotta say scott george i got news for you mate she was a pirate long before she joined wwe buddy um you I got, look and look uh, i hate to cut you off there kieran these comments are great and we're gonna go through them but don't forget too, expert at stardom over here i am i know that's See, why Matt, Matt, Matt knew Kyrie was a pirate before she went to WWE, and she was just coming back as a pirate again in Stardom. He knew I knew that. she was a pirate before she was actually a pirate. She he he knew she was a pirate before she knew she was a pirate. Exactly, I know it all. I'm the Stardom expert. Uh, you saying always with the love to you guys. Uh, he's always shouting us out on Twitter and everything. We love it. Um, <laughs> Simeon cracking up at the thought of my you fighting kids over Bullet Club. Um, as you were at your uh, capital collision, as you're at your collision shows, Matt. I didn't fight a kid. I was very, I responded and let him know. I did not fight a child. Oh, maybe I did. And uh, Colin Maffey saying David Finley equals Jay White light, but I've already, See, I will not have none of that, Colin. None of that. We've already discussed that one, Colin. You're in our, you're in our bad books for until the next episode, buddy. And I don't know if you know the wonderful people at the shining wizards, not me. Uh, FJW, you know what that stands for. Fuck. Uh, I can't think of anything. That oh, you know what JW not... is, buddy. Fuck. We don't agree with it. I don't condone it. Oh, fuck Jay Wyatt. Don't condone it. Is that what it means? That's what it means. <laughs> Why does it have an acronym? Because that's what fucking Tony says all the time. <laughs> Fuck Jay White, FJW. Oh, shit. Fucking hand job. Oh, Hope you God. listen to this, you shitbird. Thanks for all the views, guys, and thanks for all the comments as always. Sorry we forgot and to I know you got to it at the very last second. We we try to remember to do it earlier next time. 
We got well. We're off our schedule, man. We got to them, yeah. uh, and hopefully we got to you. And you enjoyed this show. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow Kieran. Follow me. We'll be back in two weeks. Best of the Super Juniors. A clearer picture of Dominion. Resurgence will be in our rearview mirror. We're gonna have so much to talk about in two weeks, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm. I think I'm sick on that day. Oh man. All right. Well, have fun at your mukbang or whatever the fuck you're going to. <laughs> fucking mukbang. I don't know. That's the. What's the that's uh. That's what those fucking food eating videos are called. A mukbang. Oh Jesus Christ! Right when people eat food, it's called a mukbang. I'll I'll take your word for it. I've never heard that before. Throw it, look. Throw it in the YouTube. I bet you'll find videos of people eating bread, chicken. You ever see the video of the girl that just sticks her face in bread? You've told me. I've still not seen it. It's fucking weird. Oh, we'll have to look it up. Don't look it up. You don't need that fucking up your YouTube algorithm. <laughs> Get asked one day by my fiance, like she's just being curious on my phone. Like, why the fuck are you looking at this stuff? And you, you just blame do, me. Do, do you like this? Is this what I'm... turns you on? Oh, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know what you UK people are into. <laughs> I'm not into that. Oh, I should take down the thing. Oh, we're fucking done. I'll see you. See you later, people. I want to take that banner off so you can see Kojima. There we go. Look at him. So happy with the bread. Sexy Kojima.